0: Again, so my coaching firm, You Wish, um, our mission is to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills you need in order to live out your purpose with confidence. And so what that looks like is mental performance. That looks like personal development and craft excellence. So what I'm talking about today is purpose. Um, Everything for me is purpose, and that is the root of why we do what we do, okay? So the thought process I need you to rock out with today, and by the end of this, is for you to know and believe that you are the bag, Period. So you might be thinking, Coach Teresa, what does that mean? But you just got to give me a minute and I'm going to explain it. So when I say that you are the bag, what I mean is, or what I want you to think about is two things. Who are you and who do you want to be? So before I get into the you are the bag, I need you to think about who are you and who do you want to be? Because before we start talking about our purpose and how we execute our purpose and our goals, because we'll get to that in the next segment, is who are you? And and, and and Zahara asked us this a second ago, but I really want to think about this deeper. Who am I? What are my values? What are my morals? Not just what are my goals and what I want to execute on, but like, who am I as an individual? How do I want to show up in this world? What does it matter to me how I show up in this world? Does integrity matter? What does character mean? Character is a blanket statement that we use, but we often don't really break down what it means. We say that person is a person of character, but character is just a word. The same way emotional is just a word, but everybody has a character and everybody is emotional. So when you think about that is what do you want your character to be? What do you want your representation or your reputation to be? Because oftentimes our character and our reputation sometimes are not in alignment. So when you think about who you are, The next thing I want you to think about is who do you want to be? And the reason why I need you to think about who you want to be is because that's going to be our driving force. I like to define our character is who I want to be. That's how I want to show up. That's how I desire to show up. If I set my values, my morals, and my character in a specific alignment and say, this is the person I want to be now. I'm not a a fan of perfection. I'm not a fan of perfectionism. I think it's overrated and it's not something that we should glorify. I'm a fan of humility. The reason why I'm a fan of humility is because humility requires honesty. Humility requires vulnerability. Humility requires transparency. Humility requires grace and forgiveness. Perfection doesn't leave room for any of that. So if I am going to pursue humility in who I want to be, then that means I need to make sure I'm anchored in those things, right? But the other part of that, when when we talk about character is our character is who we strive to be, but our reputation is who we show up as. And I think that even if I'm 90% of the time showing up as the person I want to be, I'm consistently moving in the right direction, where we fall short is where a lot of times folks say, I want to be this specific person and our reputation is something different. And we're, o- we're only hitting the mark maybe less than 50% of the time. So our reputation matters because our brand matters, because that's who we are. If I say I'm this person, but yet people perceive me as this person, then am I really striving and acting and living in alignment with who it is that I really desire to be? So I need us to think about this as we set our mindset. So as we move forward, when we're talking about purpose, because the purpose is our anchor, I believe these three things to be true. You were born on purpose, with a purpose to live out your purpose. These three things are true, will forever be true. Nobody can ever convince me different. You were born on purpose, with a purpose to live out your purpose, okay? Now, because I believe this to be true, then that means there's a couple things that have to be involved a lot of times people some some people say oh purpose is overrated you can't convince me that it is right and i think it depends on how we think about purpose which is why some people think that purpose is overrated but my hope is that by the end of this presentation you're like okay purpose isn't overrated purpose is the point purpose is the point of why i do what i do purpose is the point of how i do what i do okay so as we move forward let's break down what purpose is purpose is three things it is being doing and becoming okay purpose is being it's doing and it's becoming so when i talk about purpose is being right here right now we are all being in our purpose and this is where a lot of people stay right And the reason why I talk about and separate purpose into three different spaces, and I started with the question of who are you and who do you want to become is because the process of purpose goes from being, doing, and becoming. So when I think about the being aspect is I'm just me just being a human being and living life and being curious or resting, taking a break, vacations, whatever you want to think about is me being in my purpose. You being a human being is you being in purpose. That's my definition, okay? And for a lot of folks, they don't really know and understand how do I, but that's the part, that's the beginning. The beginning is just being. Now, the next action is me doing, is me executing my purpose. Right now, I'm not only being in my purpose, but I'm doing my purpose because I told you at the beginning that my purpose is to instill the right to confidence or my part of my mission is to instill the right to confidence in other people. I love to speak. I love to teach. I love to empower. This is part of my purpose. My purpose is people. So me activating my gifts, me utilizing my God given ability to help empower you is me doing my purpose. Right? So the next piece is the becoming, this is where potential comes into play. And I'm going to take a step backwards. There's a lot of folks feel like they never get from the being to the doing and i think that is the part where we fall short as a human race sometimes is if i don't know how to do my purpose what that's going to do is that's going to empower my psychological mindset what that's going to do is that's going to our impact my psychological mindset that's going to impact how i do what i do right? That's going to impact how I move. That's going to impact my mindset. It's going to impact my emotional confidence, my emotional maturity. If I don't feel like I can do or even know what the doing of my purpose is. And this is at the root of why I do what I do. So I can empower others to learn and discover their purpose and figure out that doing aspect. Because when you're living out your purpose, there's no better feeling. And that's how and what I want to empower you to is to figure out and to discover what are the gifts and the talents that I've been given in order that's going to allow me to do my purpose, okay? So as we transition, we have the becoming aspect of our purpose. The becoming aspect of our purpose, that's where we have that sense of optimism. We have an optimistic mindset and view on, wow, I've done this, but there's so much more to happen. Or I haven't done this yet, but I know I got a gift. I know I got a purpose on my life. I know I got a will on my life. So what does that mean? That means the best is still yet to come. When you believe the best is still yet to come, that gives you a sense of optimistic um, emotion. That gives you a sense of energy. That gives you a sense of like, I got this. I'm going to do this. Absolutely. It drives hope. And where there's a lack of hope, people perish. Where there's a lack of vision, people perish. When there's a lack of purpose, people perish. If you feel like you don't have a purpose, you are going to feel like, what's the point? That is why I told you that purpose is the point. Purpose is the point, because if I don't feel like I have a purpose, I'm going to ask, what's the point? And that's what I need you to think about today, is I need you to know you have a purpose. There is a point to you being here. There's a reason why you are where you are at today, despite wherever it is that you came from. So when I'm thinking about the becoming, that's where I get my energy from. That's when I wake up every day and I'm like, yo, I'm so excited that I may have these hopes and dreams and all these dope things I want to do in my future that aren't here yet, but I have a vision. My becoming is attached to my vision. But if I don't do today, my becoming doesn't get any closer. So when you're sitting here and you're thinking about, okay, what am I? Be- who am I being? Who am I being? What am I doing? and is it my being and my doing in alignment with who it is that I'm trying to become that's who you have to think about so the becoming is attached to our potential our becoming is a part of the point our purpose again is the point y'all that's what i really want you to think about the other thing about our purpose is two things our purpose is attached to people and our purpose is attached to profit don't ever get it twisted our purpose is the point and it's attached to people and it's attached to profit. Always reason being is because I am here, not just me specifically, but we are built and made for community. My purpose isn't just for me. My purpose fuels me, but if your por- purpose only feels you for you, that's not your purpose. Or maybe one aspect of it, but now you're being selfish and your purpose is supposed to be shared. Your gifts are supposed to be shared, right? They're supposed to be poured into you and flow through you into other people to positively impact others because we're born for a community. We are village minded and set people. And so if you feel like I don't really know how my purpose is, what I then get around people. Get around people that inspire you. Get around people who can positively impact you and pour into you. Get around people who you can say, mm, from a vicarious experience st- stance, I see them doing it, so I want to figure out how I can do it. Again, me living out my purpose, I hope inspires other people to do the exact same thing. And seeing these other folks in here today living out their purpose inspires me to live out mine that much more. That's the whole point, okay? Purpose is the point but it's for people and it's for profit. The reason why it's for profit for profit is whether you have a nonprofit or not is because I want to be able to serve and give to people. I'm a giver. I want to give away my purpose. And if I want to be able to help and impact and inspire and all those different things I need to have, if I'm going to give period, if I don't, I can't give what I don't have. I can't empower somebody else without the purpose If I ain't doing it. I can't help feed the homeless and clothe this and provide scholarships and do all these other different things for people if I don't have it. So I need to utilize my gifts. I need to utilize my talents. I need to use my God-given ability to do whatever it is that I'm created to do in order to empower other people, but also to provide. Because people need resources. And your purpose increases your resources. I'm going to say that again. Your purpose increases your resources when you are living in alignment with your being and your doing and your becoming. So if you're trying to figure out, I know earlier Zahar talked about, you know, different folks from uh, Charlie Wilson and um, Shaq and all these people oh, I don't have their kind of money. Okay, well, are you utilizing your gifts? If you're not utilizing your gifts and your talents and your skills and knowledge and abilities, then you'll never have what you need in order to do that. But if you're only focused on the money, then you're missing the point. If you're only focused on the money, you're missing the point because it starts with purpose. The next step is people. The third part is, is, is profit. OK, so we're going to move forward a little bit. And here's what I want you to know when we're talking about profit. The ultimate profit is you. You are the bag. OK, if I was to say uh, in the chat, everybody tell me what the bag is. What is the bag? When you hear the bag, what does that mean to you? Right. We all know the bag is money. Right. But when you think about it, the bag is the thing that holds the money. Right. We say the bag, which signifies the money, but the bag is the thing that holds the money. So if I'm telling you that you are the bag, you are the thing that holds the money. You are it. You are the bag. You are your greatest asset. So your gifts, your talents, your knowledge, your skills, your ability, your experience. All of those things make you the asset. You are your greatest asset. Your purpose is your greatest asset. So that's what I need you to understand is you are the bag is a mindset shift. When I understand that I'm the asset and I'm the bag, I move different. I'm boundaryed up different. I speak different. I surround myself with people different. I elevate different. I'm committed different. I'm consistent different. Right. Like there's there's some sayings. It's like I brag different. There's a song by Kendrick Lamar that just came into my mind um, and he says, I grieve different. And I feel that because I've been through a lot of grief. So when you understand certain things about you and you understand that you're the bag, you know that I'm different. I'm chosen. So I choose different. So when I know I'm the bag, I automatically situate myself different because I know that I have gifts and talents that other people need which is attached to me living out my purpose. And at the end of the day, all I wanna do is live out my purpose because I know that it's attached to people and I know it's attached to profit and I know that's what I was born to do. So if I know that I'm the bag from a mindset shift, this is going to dictate how I do what I do and who I do what I do with, okay? So now let's move on to really talk about what does it mean to know that I am the bag and how my bag is attached to my purpose. Inside of you as a human being, there are different forms of capital that you possess. Okay. There's human capital. There's financial capital. There's cultural capital. There's psychological capital. From a financial stance, we know that capital is what? It's cash, right? We, We all know we need cash in order to do many different things, but there's also human capital. And the reason why human capital is important is because I don't care how great AI is, you will not replace people. People are irreplaceable, period. You may be able to put a human being or a a robot into a human being's position, but there's something about intimacy. There's something about community. We are wired for it. We're wired for communication. We're wired for understanding. We're wired hopefully to be empathetic and sympathetic, all those different things. But the other part about human capital is all my experiences I bring to the table. That's called experiential capital. So when you're asking yourself, man, why did this happen to me? Why did I go through this? Things that you didn't even ask for. That's a part of your story to help empower somebody else because we need other people, right? Your human capital is your knowledges, your skills and your abilities. Now, when I'm talking about cultural capital, this is something that black and brown folks carry because there's a certain amount or certain things that we have that we need in order to help us thrive within systemic oppressive spaces. And it's really important. I want to make sure that I hit on this because as a black woman, there's certain things that I need. There's certain forms of capital that I need mentally to understand in order for me to persevere in systems that were not created for me. So when I'm talking about cultural capital, I'm talking about aspirational capital. I got to have my hopes and my dreams in order for me to persevere. I have to have that social capital. I'm here because of Savannah. She brought us together, that social capital. You need other people, right? Another aspect is familia. We need our people. We need our family. We need our community. We need our kinship, right? We need our village in order to empower us, to pour into us, and vice versa, Right. We also need to know that I can be resilient because life is going to be difficult. That's not a maybe, that's a for sure. Life is going to get and be difficult. And I need to know mentally that I have the ability to persevere through difficult situations, period. And if I believe, if I believe that I have the ability to persevere, it is what it is. I'm going to hit it, I'm going to take it. Because remember, I grieve different. And because I know how to grieve and persevere, I move different. So when you understand from a psychological aspect of mindset that hope is necessary, optimism is necessary, having a a resilient mindset is necessary, and confidence is mandatory. When you train your mind to have a personal efficacy, it shifts and changes the game. You move different in knowing you have a purpose in this life to impact yourself and others. This is where we're talking about generational freedom. This is where we're talking about, like, how do I do something different that may have never been done is because I understand that I am the bag. And again, inside your bag is capital, inside your bag is purpose, inside your bag is your gifts and your talents. Now, you may say, whether you're an athlete or not, okay, I know my sport is one, but people always say your sport is a vehicle, which is true. The game of basketball has driven me around the world, and I am so grateful as a player, then also as um, a coach, and now as a mental performance coach. The game of basketball has given me so much, and it was my first love. But what also happened is it taught me how to be a jack of all trades, we talked about this a minute ago, to becoming a master of some to an expert in one. Okay? The one doesn't just mean one, but it means it helped me narrow in. Because as a hooper, I didn't want to just play one position. I want to play the game. So that made me a jack of all trades within the game, right? Then I wanted to master a couple areas of the game. I want to be really good here. And then it became here. And so it helped me develop leadership. It helped me develop discipline. It helped me develop consistency. All those different things became, I believe, gifts and talents. But that leadership piece is the one that really fell through for me. Right. That's where now I'm an expert and a teacher because I've done it all the way through because I started as a hooper when I was five. And so basketball specifically was one for me. But now there's other gifts and talents that come out of you being as curious as you can be within that first platform, even if you're not an athlete. Um, and you're saying, OK, I'm not an athlete, but or if you don't play a sport didn't play collegially or whatever it may be is. There are other gifts and talents beyond that specific thing, because the ball will stop bouncing. Like we mentioned with Shaq, the ball is going to stop bouncing. So you are good at and have the ability to be great at and an expert at more than one thing. That's what's so dope. That's why these are plural gifts, talents. It ain't just a gift and a talent. Because even if you feel like you were a two bagger, which means you were born with maybe two gifts, you can multiply those gifts. You can double down on those gifts and squeeze them out and say, okay, cool, cool, cool. I was born with this, I can do this, but how many other ways can I flip this? How many other things can I get out of this piece that now I can become a master and an expert and now I can teach it to somebody else, right? Or who do I need to bring around me to make, to shape this gift a little bit different so I can squeeze every single thing out of it? I'm here to tell you that because you were born on purpose with a purpose about live out your purpose, you have more than one gift. You have more than one talent. And sometimes it's within those initial gifts and talents that you see on the surface that all the other ones hide underneath. But if you don't do what you got to do to power in and knock down the walls of those, the first layer of those gifts and talents, you won't be able to discover the other ones that are there. So it's up to you to pour in, to give every single thing that you've got into those first layers of your gifts and talents and say, oh, okay, there's more. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that because... I can do this, that it now means I can do this. I didn't know. I didn't know that now because of this, that now I can do this. And I didn't realize all these other skills that I developed while doing this. Wow, now I can do project management. Now I can do, and this is why it's so important to stay curious. Because curiosity is the key to living out your purpose. Curiosity is the key to maximizing your gifts and talents. And in this day and age, man, man, Your ability to tap into every single resource that's available to you is great, is bananas. There's a saying that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Now, I firmly believe that I am my ancestors' wildest dreams down to my parents, to my grandparents, to my great-great-grandparents and beyond. And so what that means for me is I need to take firm, firm, like when I say firm, I mean I need to take that. And say, you know what? If I'm going to be their dream, I need to live out mine. Because there's thoughts that I get to think. There's a person that I get to be that they never even got to think or thought would ever be imaginable. So because I stand on the shoulders of some amazing human beings, and now I was born at the right time. You were born at the right time at this place in this day and age to live out your purpose in a way that the people before you would have never thought. Right? They would only dream of. Now you get to live out the dream. So it is your duty to discover your gifts and talents and your gifts and talents are a part of the doing of your purpose. What leads me to execution, your ability to execute on your purpose is what's going to lead you closer to the becoming. It's a process. Your purpose is a process. Your purpose is fluid because the more you're committed to growing, the more you're committed to being, the more you're committed to humility and transparency and authenticity. The more you're committed to just saying, "I want to be used to live out my purpose as much as I can," the more opportunities you'll have, the more things you'll get to do, the better your energy will be, and you'll say, "Yo, this is what people mean when they say when you when you're living your um when you're doing what you love, you never work a day in your life. When you're living out your purpose, you are living." There's a Nicki Minaj and Drake song where they say, um, Drake says some people, um, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And I believe everybody dies and everybody lives and living is living out your purpose. It's not having a bunch of money and being able to throw it around. It's like, I'm living because every day I'm living out my purpose. And again, it's not all about the doing because sometimes me living out my purpose is chilling. Sometimes me living on my purpose is going on vacation. Sometimes me living on my purpose is taking a nap. Sometimes me living on my purpose is eating a good meal, going to a concert, hanging with my boo, right? But it's not always the activation. It's not always the grind because there's a balance that's necessary because balance produces longevity. Balance produces consistency. So when you can find the balance of what it means to be a holistic human, that's going to alleviate or uh, learn or lean in to allow you to be able to live out your purpose on a greater scale. All right, y'all. So I'm going to break this down a little bit more because you're like, okay, hopefully you're like, throw me a one or a two in the chat. If you're like, Coach oh, Reese, I'm with you. I'm rocking. Let's keep going. I need to feel the energy back y'all. Okay. So here's the thought now. I love being able to break down the brain and I want to break it down from the simplest level that I can. So as somebody, I like to identify myself as like, um, not necessarily a sports geek, but like an entertainer. Um, Those who don't know, I'm I'm gonna be a a doctor here soon. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity to pursue, um, to pursue my doctorate. But one of the things that I really enjoy is human development at its core. I want to know all that I can about humans so I can help humans human better. When you ask me what I want to do, I want to help humans, human better. A part of that is understanding the brain. So when we're looking at this brain, there are three simple levels that I like to talk about it at. Okay. There are multiple levels to the brain. The brain is, is so many different things, but the way I like to talk about it to help people grasp it is on these three levels. Okay. I like to fuse research and culture. So you'll always hear me talking about, uh, weaving anything has to come from research that I can and culture. So when we're talking about this, I want you to think about the executor or the executor. The executor is the bottom portion of your brain. This handles all the body functioning, right? So whether it's like you get goosebumps, you get chills. Let's say somebody scares you, you jump, your heart starts pounding, you get a thought. And then your heart is like all those that comes from the bottom part of your brain. And again, the reason why I label it like this is because I need you to remember it. I don't need you to be a brain scientist. I just need you to know how your brain works, okay? So you need to know that this part of your brain, it just happens. Body functioning just happens. It occurs. It comes from the bottom part of your brain. The second part of your brain, I like to call the entertainer. Now, I'm an R&B lover. I love music, movies, all those different things being in my field. So if you are somebody that loves music and movies, I need you to throw one in the chat. OK. And here's the thing about music and movies is they take us somewhere, depending on what you're listening to. This morning in my workout, I was listening to um 90s R&B and I just was uh, I was getting it to all the different jams. And it takes you somewhere. Right. If you're I love watching movies. I can't wait to have a date night tonight with my sweetheart and watch a movie because I love watching movies. Right. And so music and movies are amazing. They're the entertainer. To our brain because they also influence our emotions and our feelings so when we understand that a part of our brain is connected to our emotions and our feelings and here's what i need you to know and i'm asking you this question give me a one in the chat if anybody's ever said you're emotional you're you're just emotional right here's the thing everybody's emotional and this is the part i really need you to grasp Everybody is emotional because everybody has emotions. Okay. Everybody's emotional because everybody has emotions. Emotions cannot be controlled, but they can be managed. So, this is why it's so important for you to understand this because emotions cannot be controlled, but they can be managed. And so, because emotions can't be controlled, but they can be managed, you need to know what emotions you have, what emotions go on, what's happening in you, and how does that impact the rest of you? Okay. The next layer we have is our executive. This is responsible for our thinking and our rationale. So we have our three layers: the executor, the um, entertainer, and the executive. Are the right? So the reason why that makes sense is, or the reason why I need you to know this is because all of these areas speak to each other. So our mind is our brain in action which impacts our emotions and our feelings. What happens then is it impacts our thoughts, which impacts our behaviors. So you need to know how the brain works because when you're out here living and you're trying to figure out how do I live on my purpose and what happens when imposter syndrome pops up and what do I do if I don't feel like it? How do I develop a mindset? Why did I make this behavior? You gotta go, you have to get comfortable with your emotions. You have to get comfortable with your feelings and your thoughts because living out your purpose is not gonna be painless. Just cause you got a purpose don't mean it's gonna be painless. There's going to be pain along the way and on the journey. So you have to know, how do I train my mind to persevere? How do I set my mind on the things that are above and not below that's going to empower me to persist through the difficulties, okay? So as we move on, I've got a a couple more minutes here. I want you to think about this. Not only are you the bag, but you are the CEO. And what it means for you to be the CEO is you have to take control. Right. That executive right here. I have to take control because the thinking and the rationale of my decision making comes from up here. And if I don't think of myself as the bag and as the CEO, then I'm not going to make decisions as a leader. So you need to develop that because living out your purpose takes leadership. It takes vision. It takes an understanding. It takes execution. It takes the ability to want to take risks and need to take risks and then understand, oh, maybe that wasn't the good one or I'm glad we did that. Being a leader is tough. Living out your purpose requires you to be a leader. So you need to learn how do I be the CEO of me so I can also be the CEO of others. And when you understand that you're a CEO, you're going to shift your mindset and understand that I need a mission, I need a vision so I can live out my purpose. As a CEO of your life, you need a mission, you need a vision so you can live out your purpose. I call this the MVP. Your mission is the blueprint and the anchor for why you do what you do. It's the blueprint, my mission in life, personal mission is to instill the right to confidence into other people by way of passion, love, repetition, and relationship. That is my mission. That's the blueprint. That's the anchor for my life. That's why I do what I do. My vision is to see you purposely, confidently living out your purpose. That's my vision. I want to see people positively impacted by me living out my purpose, to see them living out their purpose. And that just puts a smile on my face. That's my vision. So your vision is your mission coming to fruition. Okay? Everybody needs an MVP. Your MVP is what guides you. Your MVP is what helps close the gap between who you are and who you want to be. Again, your vision is your mission coming to fruition, which again, is all fueled by our purpose. All right, y'all. So I want to give you these things. When we think about some of the biggest brands in the world, every single one of them have mission statements. Apple, you can see it right here. Here's Apple's mission statement. Here's Nike's mission statement. Here's Starbucks' mission statement. Every big company has a mission statement. You need a personal mission statement. If I'm going to live out my purpose, I need to have a mission statement. I need to be mission-driven, mission-focused, mission-anchored. Why do I do what I do? A lot of people just say your mission is your why, which it is, but it also needs to empower me on the days that I just don't feel like it. But it also needs to give me that much more energy on the days that I do feel like it. But I also should be able to repeat that to others, but people should also be able to see it in me. So if the biggest companies in the world are good enough to have a mission, so are you, because you are the bag. You are the CEO. And if you think of yourself like that, then you'll say, you know what? It's time that I develop a personal mission statement that that dictates why I do what I do and how I do it. The next piece is every company also has a vision statement. This is Apple, Nike, and Starbucks vision statement. No great business takes off without establishing these things. Because when life happens and things go disarray, they always go back to our mission and our vision. When you need to make a decision, you have to go back to your mission and your vision. So when you personally need to make a decision or you're not why, sure what's going on in your brain, you need to go back to what's my mission? What's my vision? and If it does not align with your mission, and your vision, then the answer is simple. No. But if it's an alignment, then we need to figure it out. Okay, so I'm going to encourage you to take time to do those things, because as you're moving in life, trying to figure out who I am and who is it that I want to be. The difference in that gap is going to be your ability to establish a mission and live it out, to establish a vision and live it out, to discover your purpose and to be committed to those things on a daily basis. But to anchor yourself in humility and authenticity. And so I want you to think about who am I as my mindset? How am I as my behaviors and what am I when it comes to my skills? And this is how you develop, in my terms, confident energy. And your energy is what's going to precede you. Everything is based off of energy. Your energy precedes you. My mission, a part of my life and my mission is to like people hire, people bring me in because of my energy. So I have to make sure I'm pouring in to my energy so I can give out good energy, good authentic energy. So your mindset is who I am. My how I am is my behavior, and my what I am is my skills, y'all. And that's what's going to develop competent energy. So one of the last things I'm going to say to you is there is alignment in your assignment. There is alignment in your assignment. There is going to be pain, there's going to be sorrow, there's going to be ups, there's going to be down. There's every life is made of every bit of everything. But if you can do yourself a favor and to stay curious, if you can do yourself a favor and not run from the pain, but to embrace it, to surround yourself with amazing people, to really get to know yourself, to grow in self-awareness and self-management so that way you can execute on the highest levels, you'll be able to understand there's alignment in my assignment. So the reason why this happened is because of this. Okay, I'm good at this so I can execute here. Every single thing is is a purpose to it. So I need you to know, Your purpose is the point and your purpose is connected to people and your purpose is connected to profit. And I hope and I want you to know that you are worthy of being the model that somebody else needs you to be because you need to model what it looks like to live out your purpose so somebody else can start doing the same thing. And at the end of the day, when you know that you are the bag, then what's going to stop you? Because you know the value that you add. You know that you're worthy. You know that you're bringing assets to the table. And when you know that, it is what it is, y'all. So I thank you so much for that. Here's my contact information, and I'm going to send it back over to you guys. Thank you.